Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. It could be even like a passive diffuser, which means just putting a few drops on a cotton ball and leaving it around the room or putting a drop on a pillow on your couch, you know, and have it diffuse that way. Welcome to Being Home with Hunker, a podcast where we explore the idea of home, not just as a place where you live, but as an expression of your identity. I'm your host, Lori Gunning Grossman, Editorial Director at Hunker. Today on the show, we have aromatherapist Amy Galper. Amy is a founder of the New York Institute of Aromatherapy, which is the first aromatherapy school in New York City, and is a consultant in the clean beauty and wellness space. In addition to her aromatherapy online course and certification program, Amy is the author of The Ultimate Guide to Aromatherapy and co-authored Plant Power Beauty. So it's safe to say that Amy knows the world of aromatherapy and essential oils. In this conversation, Amy talks about the power of aromatherapy and how our sense of smell has a profound effect on our health and well-being. We talk about essential oils and the ways to use them in the bedroom for relaxation and sleep, the kitchen, specifically in cleaning products, and our work desks for focus and energy. We also discuss aromatherapy diffusers, where and where not to use them, and passive diffusers, which are unique ways to scent our personal spaces. Amy knows scents, she knows essential oils, and she has a wealth of knowledge on this subject. If you've been curious about how to add aromatherapy to your home, this conversation is for you. So let's welcome our guest, aromatherapist Amy Galper. 
So to start off, I would love to talk about the power of aromatherapy and what are the benefits of aromatherapy? Well, the power of aromatherapy really lies in our sense of smell. Uh, The fact that it's called aromatherapy is not just by chance. It's all about how aroma and our sense of smell has such a profound effect on our health and our well-being. So if we can understand that our sense of smell has that kind of effect and power over us, then we really can enjoy the benefits of aromatherapy. Yeah. So that's really the key to it. And I think that, you know, people underestimate and often dismiss our sense of smell is kind of like this, oh, it's this extra sense. It's not as important as sight or taste or something else. But actually, our sense of smell is, first of all, the first sense that we develop in the womb. Mm. It is our most primal one. It is deeply connected to all of the unconscious actions of our human bodies. Yeah. Now, have you always personally connected with your sense of smell? Has that always been something that has, say, been like your strongest sense? I would say it would probably be my strongest sense. And definitely, I think all of my memories are often connected. I mean, most people's memories are because actually the part of our brain that creates memory is deeply connected to the nerve endings of our sense of smell. So that's inextricably linked. But I think for me, definitely scent from a very young age was something that I was very attuned to. Now, is there a scent that reminds you of your childhood home or something from your childhood? Oh, 100%. I think lilacs, my bedroom window was over a lilac bush. So that would often waft in in the summer. So whenever I smell lilacs, I definitely... And magnolia trees. Those are things that, you know, that I remember very strongly from my childhood. That's so cool. So if you smell it now, are you just transported back to like your childhood bedroom? I am. I am. Definitely connects me to that place for sure. That's so sweet. So here's what I want to know about aromatherapy. How should people use them in our homes? Is it through diffusers? Is it spritzing on pillows? What are like some of the ways that we can use that? Well, aromatherapy in the home, I think, is one of the best ways to use them Mm -hmm. because I'm a real advocate for using aromatherapy every day and finding ways to integrate it into our normal habits and practices. Mm -hmm. So diffusing is really, I think, one of the best ways to experience aromatherapy safely and effectively in the home and also adding it to our cleaning products as we clean our home, adding it to, as you said, like little aromatic spritzers to use in different occasions. But I do think that having some kind of diffusion going on in the home of 100% authentic and genuine essential oils can be really beneficial. And it can be like an active diffusion, meaning 
like actually buying an essential oil diffuser or, you know, a machine that actively diffuses it. Or it could be even like a passive diffuser, which means just putting a few drops on a cotton ball and leaving it around the room or putting a drop on a pillow on your couch, you know, and have it diffuse that way. Like there's lots of ways that you can use the oils in your home to kind of experience that benefit. I love that. So you had mentioned using a diffuser with 100% essential oil. Is that what you said? 100% grade essential oils? Yeah, it needs to be really just genuine, real essential oils. There's a lot of fragrance oils or fragrances that are marketed as being essential oils and 100% pure, but they're not. Mm. And when you diffuse an essential oil, or I should not call it an essential oil, when you diffuse a a fragrance oil that is not 100% plant-based, when you are vaporizing those synthetic molecules, it can be ultimately not so healthy for us. Mm. So we want to make sure that we're always diffusing like a pure 100% natural essential oil. Yeah. So I would love to talk to you about some of your favorite scents to use in specific rooms of the house, such as we can start with the bedroom for relaxation and for sleep. I'm imagining lavender might be on there. Yeah, for relaxation and sleep, we want to kind of do both the body and the mind, Mm. you know, and sometimes when we, for many of us, like there's a lot of different issues going around when we're trying to have good sleep, Mm -hmm. right? One is just trying to fall asleep. And sometimes that's a combination of our body just being so tense. We're having trouble just physically relaxing and letting go. And then the other part is like our mind, like a lot of people just have a lot of trouble just turning our mind off, you know, and vice versa. Sometimes people are easily quieted in their mind, but their body is so tense, they can't get comfortable to really rest. Mm -hmm. So that's happening. And then also, not only do we want to fall asleep, but we want to stay asleep. Right. We want to have uninterrupted sleep. So essential oils can be really supportive for this and some great oils to help relax the body and the mind and to help us stay asleep are oils like marjoram, which is like the common herb that we cook with, Yeah, coriander seed essential oil, bergamot essential oil, okay. clary sage essential oil, frankincense essential oil, chamomile essential oil, yeah. geranium essential oil, lavender essential oil. So it doesn't always have to be lavender. Yeah. And what I find is actually mixing a few of those different essential oils together mm-hmm make it even more potent, powerful mix. Yes. And so Mm -hmm. would you say like using those in a diffuser on a nightstand? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned nightstand because I would not recommend putting the diffuser where it would be blowing on your face all night. Oh, okay. That would be too intense of a stream. And those oils are being vaporized and most essential oils are not recommended to be direct on the skin. Mm. So for some people with sensitive skin, it could be irritating over, you know, the six to eight hours that you're sleeping. Yeah. So what I would recommend is having your diffuser in your bedroom 
but making sure that it's either at the foot of your bed or near the door or far away from where your face is. Okay. So it can really permeate the room and always make sure that your bedroom is well ventilated, mm-hmm. meaning having the window cracked open, maybe the door cracked open. So there's like continuous airflow. So the intensity of the diffuser doesn't become irritating over those six hours that you're sleeping. This is good to know because I was already imagining my new soon-to-be diffuser (laughs) on my nightstand, so (laughs) I won't be doing that. (laughs) Yeah, no, you should definitely avoid that because, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, the essential oils, when we have them, they come in these little bottles Mm. and they're little liquids, but when we put them in a diffuser, they get vaporized, right? And that stream of vapor is very potent. Right, okay. Just as potent as the oil is in the bottle, and we just want to make sure that we're very mindful of that. Wow. Okay, this is good to know. What about using essential oils in the kitchen? Do you use them in the kitchen? Um, I personally don't Mm -hmm. because I like the smell of the cooking. In some instances, I will use lemon essential oil to help like cleanse the space if I'm cooking something that's like, I don't want to say stinky, but kind of like is lingering in the air. Like fish or something. Yeah, Yeah. or something like that. Like I might bring in a diffuser with some lemon to Mm -hmm. just help clear and cleanse the area. Or I might just use some lemon essential oil in like a homemade counter cleaner to like help freshen up the space. That makes sense. A lot of people now work from home. Yes. So we have our workspaces at home. We have our desks. Right. I would love to know. I'm imagining a lot of people would want a diffuser at their workspace to help with focus. Oh, 100%. And I think those are fantastic Mm -hmm. to have. And just the same idea, like you don't want the stream hitting you in Mm -hmm. the face the whole time. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that it's well ventilated. And if you have office mates, I mean, or you're living at home and you're sharing the space, you know, make sure that it's not like so overwhelming to other people. There are some other more passive kind of diffusing methods that you can have at your desk, which are really nice. One is, um, they're really great. They come like these little flash drives. They look like a USB and there's like a pad on it. Like, I don't know if it's cotton, but it's some material that's very absorbent. You could just plug it right into your laptop and then put a drop or two of the oil on that pad. And you'll, you'll be the only person smelling it, right? Because the heat of your computer will gently allow that aroma to waft to you. So that's a really nice way and very subtle way of using it. You can also just have a cotton ball at your desk and every once in a while, just smell it, have it near you. Yeah. There's other passive diffusers. I've seen them called aroma stones Mm -hmm. where they're like a, a very porous clay or like a, a lava kind of rock. Yeah. And um, you could just have that sitting at your desk and you drop a few drops of essential oil and then you will smell that yeah. um, throughout the day. And I think those are really the best options for at your desk. Okay. Because having a, a real diffuser like blowing on you the whole time can be a little intense. And I think just more the subtle the subtleties of what's what I call passive diffusion could actually in the long run be more effective. Yeah. Oh, I like that. The passive. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. This might be a crazy question, but as I'm looking at you, so people are listening, they can't see what I see, but I see some beautiful plants behind you. Very healthy plants. Oh, thank you. Do you use 
aromatherapy with your plants? Do you spritz anything on them or is that a crazy question? No, it's not a crazy question. I personally don't, Okay, but I think you could. Uh I think that, you know, if they're having issues with mold Mm. or insects or something, Mm. I'm sure Mm -hmm. creating a a mist to spray the leaves would probably be really beneficial. Yeah. Okay. As we move throughout the year, we have our different seasons. Do you have essential oils or aromatherapy that you like to have to celebrate the season, like fall, winter? Are there certain things that you have going? Definitely. I mean, yeah. you know, the seasons definitely bring with different challenges for us, both emotionally and psychologically and spiritually, as well as physically. Mm-hmm. You know, we've come from the summer, so the temperature is changing. The days are becoming shorter, so you might be feeling more fatigued. Right. You know, maybe our immunity is changing because we're going from warm to cooler temperatures. The fall is also a season that is often very dry, like it's our driest season generally. Yes. These are ways that we can use essential oils to help us navigate those challenges for sure. So, you know, maybe using oils to boost our mood as the days are getting shorter to, you know, help us feel more energy, more energized, maybe use some of oils to help fortify us so we don't feel sick as the temperatures drop. Maybe use essential oils to help our help our bodies like adjust to the new climate and the new mood and all of that. So definitely there's oils that I like to use in the fall compared to, let's say, the summer, for example. Yeah. It's so neat because as I'm hearing this, it's so much more than just like a pretty scent. It's so much about our entire well-being. 100%. Yeah. Essential oils are really way beyond just scenting the home or being like a perfume, you know, perfumery is beautiful, but it's really an art. It's about like an aesthetic practice, right? Mm -hmm. It's really all about the smell and aromatherapy is literally what it sounds like. It's about Mm -hmm. using aromatics therapeutically, how our sense of smell, how different aromas can actually benefit our health. Yeah. So they're functional. So like the fragrance actually has function aside from just being something beautiful. It's so fascinating. It is. It's really cool. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. 
They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So when you got into aromatherapy, did you start setting up your home in different ways regarding the design and decor? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that it definitely triggered Mm -hmm. my desire to simplify my life Mm -hmm. and to use plant-based ingredients Mm -hmm. as much as I could. Mm -hmm. So that meant literally like detoxifying my home. So getting rid of things that I didn't need or were unnecessary, getting rid of clutter, Mm. uh, getting rid of, you know, cleaning supplies and other things that I felt weren't natural or, you know, good materials in any way. And so it definitely triggered and inspired me to kind of detoxify my environment, you know, Mm. get rid of things, live more simply, I became very interested, and I'm still this way, of wanting to actually make everything myself from scratch. You know, mm. in those early days, like I was really hardcore. I was making my own bread and sauerkraut and all this stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I still make bread, but I don't do it as often as I used to. Yeah. But, um, you know, I really wanted to kind of make everything that I use. And I certainly did that with all of my skincare, which I still do to this day. Mm. Like skincare, I'm still pretty strict about. Like I only use what I make. And then making your own cleaning products as well? Um, Yes and no. That I tend to buy, but I like mm. natural products that I'll purchase. Yeah. But like laundry soap, stuff like that I'll buy. Ditch soap, I'll buy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a mix and match in my home yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, it sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. I always love to ask people, I like to find out what brings you happiness and joy when you're at home. Um, what brings me happiness and joy when I'm at home is being with the people I love in my home and cooking for them. That really brings me the most joy. I love being the hostess, so that definitely I enjoy. Do you have a space at home that's uniquely your own, where you feel like your most unique self, your authentic self. Is there a space like that where you can just go to do any of your routines or rituals if you have them? I do have routines Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I do. There's a little part of our living room, but I do have my own office Mm -hmm. and my work studio. And I would say that's really my own space. Like that's really my sanctuary for sure. And that's where you go and make your skincare and all your things. Yeah, where I do all of this stuff. Yeah. And which is where I'm talking to you now. Lovely. And you just go and tinker and try things. Yeah, it's like my little studio. I have all of my oils, all of my ingredients. Um, This is where I film all my classes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's my little sanctuary. How fun. Mm -hmm. In New York, is that right? Are you in New York? Yeah, so my studio is in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. And my apartment is in Manhattan. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. So you have a little trip to your studio. Yes. Easy. Yeah, how lovely. When people come into your space... 
and it can either be your studio or your apartment. Mm-hmm. How would someone describe it if, say, they didn't even know you, didn't know who you are? How would they describe your space? Um, I would say, I mean, people have said this to me. One, mm. they always say in my space, and even in our home, that it always smells amazing, mm-hmm. you know? And of course, when we live there, you, you lose sense of it, right? right? About what it smells like to other people. Right. So that's always very important that the place smells just beautiful and amazing. But also, I think, I know in my workspace and when I had my small store and my places in my school, And I've carried that through into my little workshop, you know, my little workspace Mm -hmm. is that it may appear on the outside to be very small, but once they come in, they feel like they're in this huge place Mm -hmm. with a lot of space and that there's so much going on, but not in an overwhelming way, in a way that like they just want to sit for hours and like learn and talk and, you know, that there's a lot to kind of absorb. Yeah. And that people also have said that they always feel very, I know in our home, people feel very relaxed, very comfortable, just very welcomed. Mm. And so I think that there's those good vibes for sure. Sounds nice. (laughs) Um, Okay. I just have two more questions for you. Sure. The first one is people who are listening, if they are not familiar with aromatherapy, with using aromatherapy. What is something or a few things that you just want people to know about it that they can take away in understanding the power of aromatherapy and maybe encouraging people to use it? Mm -hmm. Well, number one is that I think as we started off our talk Mm -hmm. is that our sense of smell is really important for our health and our Mm well-being. And that most people dismiss it or think that it's secondary and not so vital, but it in fact is very vital to how we feel about ourselves, how we respond to the world, and how our body navigates its own health and well-being. So what I would say is for everyone, if they're curious about what aromatherapy is and they're kind of interested in exploring it, Mm. the first step is to start paying attention to the aromas in your world. Because a lot of people go through their whole day and they don't pay any attention to anything that they smell. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is, you know, get a little journal or take notes on your phone or just pay attention Two, the aromas around you and write them down. Mm. Write down what you're smelling and try to really use adjectives, you know, to describe it. Musty, stinky, woody, muddy, you know, green, herby, whatever it might be. Because the minute you start giving these aromas descriptors, Mm -hmm. it actually, it's amazing but you're actually going to start refining your sense of smell. You're actually going to start defining it a little bit more. So that would be number one is to get you in relationship by paying attention Mm. to your own smelling abilities. Okay. Okay. And without judgment, not saying like, Oh, I can't smell that. Everybody can have some experience of scent. So it doesn't matter what it is, Mm -hmm. but just start paying attention to smells around you. Okay. Then number two is then I would go out and buy an essential oil, one or two Mm -hmm. essential oils. And I would just, you know, put a drop or two on a cotton ball and have it at your desk and just enjoy smelling it. 
paying attention, using that same exercise, paying attention to what you're smelling, writing down the words to describe it, how it makes you feel, and slowly start awakening your sense of smell. And those would be the first two things that I would say for people is to just start paying attention to your environment and how important scent is. Yeah. Oh, good tip there. Yeah. I didn't think that you were going to say that. I love that. That's such a great idea. I also love the idea of just trying out a couple essential oils on a cotton ball. Not saying people have to go buy a diffuser or do any of this stuff. Oh, yeah. It makes it seem so simple and doable. So easy and so effortless. Yes. Because really, aromatherapy is about smelling things. Mm -hmm. So you just want to be able to smell it. I mean, yes, of course, you could smell it right out of the bottle, but really a better way is to put a drop or two on a cotton ball and just have it on your desk and waft it by every time you waft. You know, that's really the best way to experience it. I like it. I like that a lot. And then my final question is, as you know, our podcast is called Being Home with Hunker. (laughs) What does being home mean to you? Uh, Being home means being with the people that I love. I think that's the best thing for me. Definitely. Like my family. Mm. That's home for me. My husband. Love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. This has been so lovely talking with you. Oh, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for inviting me. This was lovely. I really appreciate it. Well, we're going to help bring sense into people's world. And it's just been a benefit everyone listening. If they decide just to go get an aromatherapy and a cotton ball and people will be good to go. Oh, 100%. percent yeah. will be amazed, actually. You'll be amazed. Cool. Thank you so much. To learn more about Amy, visit her website, amygalper.com, or find her on Instagram at amygalper. If you're interested in becoming an aromatherapist, Amy offers an online course called Aromatherapy for Holistic Living and a certification course. Or if you simply want to learn more about essential oils in general, such as how to diffuse them or how to blend them, she has information on her website to help guide you. Visit our show notes for direct links. And also in our show notes, you can discover other episodes we think you might like based on this conversation, such as my chat with prop stylist Robin Zachary, color therapist Wala, and spirit daughter Jill Winterstein. Thank you for listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunger is produced by me, Lori Gunning-Grossman. Eve Epstein is our executive producer. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio. Theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunger, senior designer Maury Men, and director of audience development Gina Goff. Hunger's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive.